Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, what if your home's title, which is the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, that's called home title theft, and criminals all over the world can find your home's title online, and then they'll forge your signature, they'll take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, how do you know some criminal's not taking over the title to your home? You can find out with sign up at HomeTitleLock.com and use the promo code Sean, S-E-A-N. All right, News Roundup Information Overload Hour, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, one of the most important races we're following this year for the Senate uh, is the State and Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, uh, where Dr. Oz is taking on John Fetterman. You might recall that prior to the primary, uh, John Fetterman had a stroke. We've been told that he's recovering nicely. My understanding is he's only been seen and spoken in public one time since this uh, happened to him. Uh, he's got pretty extreme positions, which which we will get into. Uh, but I want to find out the latest on what's going on. And, and in fairness to him and on a human level, I, I wish him and his family a speedy recovery. Um, I, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. I've, I've seen the effects of that uh, with people in my own life that I care about. Uh, Dr. Oz is uh, with us. Uh, you know, is, has it only been one appearance since he had the stroke? That's right, Sean. He uh, had an event. We don't know any of the details of it. And like you, we've been praying for his rapid recovery because strokes are scary. Um, but his medical conditions are uh, more complicated than has been expressed, so I don't have any details about it. Um, but we do know that, uh, that over the weekend he visited some volunteers, uh, which is a good thing to do if you're a candidate. Thank people doing the heavy lifting. Um, and said a few words, uh, and that was edited down, and uh, we just got a few sn- seconds of it. Um, but I, you know, as a candidate, I've been waiting for him to get in the sandbox so we can play a little bit, because obviously campaigns are uh, uh, you know, big events, lots of attention, especially in Pennsylvania. And so uh, I've been wanting to be fair, especially as a physician, uh, and I understand pretty closely to uh, what's going on, because this is a special area of mine. So I didn't want to do much until he was back on uh, his game and he seems to be which is good news so we're gonna start you know re-engage well, he's, he's back on his game because he's running negative ads attacking you which you're not uh, which you're pretty accustomed to at this point <laughs> well, so he's, he can't be feeling that bad if he's attacking you right well it depends you know i don't know who's actually doing the lifting for his campaign i mean he's 
uh, he's certainly not out and about and, uh, and saying stuff uh, himself. So, yes, he's got a campaign team that's probably uh, you know, strategically figuring out how to attack me. But the thing is that he's focused on on these attacks are not the things that the people of Pennsylvania are worried about. I mean, like most of the country, uh, and, you know, obviously we, we've got some special, unique aspects of Pennsylvania. I, I love the Commonwealth because of these unique elements of our story. But well, we all have inflation, so it's number one thing people are worried about, cost of living. Uh, our Commonwealth happens to have a particularly uh, close uh, understanding of, of why energy policy under Joe Biden has been so bad, and it's led to the gas prices increasing across the country to $5 a gallon. That's the major driver of inflation, one that we can address. Um, and my opponent in this race on both those topics is uh, not fair and well. He's uh, of the belief that Joe Biden should be spending more uh, and the reckless spending um, on a liberal agenda that's been done so far is not enough for him. And he's been pushing for um, you know, Joe Biden to go even further to the left, which is a general theme you'll hear over and over again. And he has very strong feelings around energy policy and that he doesn't believe in uh, drilling, doesn't believe in pipelines, doesn't understand that you can't have the Green New Deal, which he likes uh, take place in 10 years. It's just not scientifically can happen. And that's bankrupting small towns and communities, infuriating um, folks across Pennsylvania and hurting the energy autonomy of our country, which, of course, compromises our foreign affairs. These are topics that uh, that are the major focus of Pennsylvania voters. Well, let's let's go through the issues and where he stands. My understanding is that he he so he wants to be a part of the Bernie Sanders Biden manifesto, isn't he like an acolyte of or an apostle of, if you like, uh, Bernie Sanders? Apostle is a good Catholic term. Uh, he endorsed Bernie Sanders. Uh, he has said that they are the two most progressive candidates in America, and he's proud of it. He supported the abolishment of private health insurance with the belief that Medicare for all is the way to go. These are classic Joe Biden socialist positions. Um, but he goes beyond that. Uh, you know, take the, the, the safe streets issues, which in Pennsylvania is massively important because you've had more murders in Philadelphia than ever before. He wants to release one third of all the prisoners uh, in our penitentiaries in Pennsylvania. Doesn't on, what, on what grounds does he want to release them? He thinks they could do OK on the outside. And why not give it a shot? And that's the problem we've been having. This is a liberal a radical experiment that we are witnessing with a Krasner, with the DA, his name is Krasner, uh, is funded by George Soros, with a Krasner city that they don't prosecute crimes. Um, you see recidivism, you know, people bounce back because they, they haven't done, paid any price for what they've done wrong. They just keep upping the ante till people start dying. And Kenny, who's the mayor of Philadelphia, uh, earlier, uh, well, within the last week, said he didn't want to do the job anymore. So I went you know, a ballistic, because if you don't want to do the job and you're the head coach, quit. Don't tell your team you don't want to do the job because now you've got people dying on the streets. The police are demoralized. The DAs won't, you know, the actual prosecutors who have to do lawyers to do the work. They don't want to do the job anymore. Public defenders are complaining that the prosecutors aren't doing their jobs. You know, it's the opposite of what you expect. This is what happened in San Francisco that led to that DA being overturned. Now in Pennsylvania, we're going after this DA. Um, this, the, the state house is going after him, trying to oust him. But our, my opponent in this Senate race is a firm believer of this social experiment. And as the past mayor of Philadelphia said, uh, what kind of toxic white woke person thinks that it's not a problem to have 562 people, mostly black men, murdered last year, the most ever in Philadelphia? Stop the experiment. Kenny, if you don't want to do this job, get out of the way. But let somebody keep the city safe. So he's a new Green Deal socialist. He wants to release a third of a convicted 
uh, felon, felon uh, criminals in, in the state of Pennsylvania. Uh, he's a ben, Bernie Sanders soulmate. He's against fracking. And he, he actually went on record saying he doesn't believe there should be any limits on abortion, which is more common than I ever thought would be possible, meaning people could have abortion up until the moment of birth. And, and here's what he said. Abortions are going to continue in America, whether it's legal or not. They just won't be safe if they're illegal. And we can't ever go back to that. We just can't. And are there any limits on abortion you would find appropriate? I, I don't believe so, no. All right, so he doesn't believe in any limits at all whatsoever. He's against fracking. Uh, Pennsylvania Governor Wolf vetoed a transgender sports bill uh, that would have prohibited, um, in, in the particular case, uh, that that men... Biologically born men could play female sports. Uh, what other positions does Fetterman take? Uh, open border. He believes strongly in sanctuary cities, which means, for example, in Philadelphia, where I am right now, uh, you, you know, they don't work with the federal government on illegal immigrants. Uh, and this is a huge problem amongst the Latino population and the black, black population because it's their jobs that are compromised. Uh, they've blocked the ability of parents to understand the, the actual classes being taught to their kids, uh, which, of course, creates issues because you don't see the values being taught to your kids. And the city, the school system in Philadelphia is so you know, horribly uh, dysfunctional that only about a third of the kids read at their grade level. And yet there's no opportunity for these parents to help give their kids a fair shot by giving them choice of where they go. So the parents don't have choice of the school or of, of the values taught in those schools. This is a radical left agenda. And uh, my opponent, Fetterman, is crazier than you think. <laughs> because if you look at him and you just listen to him, you quickly pick up, as you just demonstrated with that video, that he's way out there. to the Again, he's not Joe Biden. He's way to the left of Joe Biden. But these positions are not ones that are, I, I think, appreciated by a lot of Pennsylvanians, which is what we're going to be spending this campaign talking about. But it's a very simple decision for everyone in Pennsylvania, and everyone in the country should be hearing this. And if you're animated by this, please go to DrRoz.com and help us, because this guy's raised a ton of money. But here's the basic story. If you're happy with the way the country's going, right, and if that's the case, I'm taking away your driver's license, by the way. But but then the only rule... (laughs) By the way, you're joking for for those idiots that have no sense of humor that listen to this show... That is called a joke. Keep going. A joke. Uh, but then you got Fetterman. Uh, if you don't like where we are right now, the, the, the person representing change and rational ideas of how to achieve that change is me. That's a simple math equation. And the fact that he's been able to raise so much money um, with these far-out radical thoughts is should concern all Americans. How much money has he raised? Well, it's tens of millions of dollars, we believe, he's gotten. Uh, and, again, this is because it's a, the Senate seat so important but also because a lot of Americans are okay with these radical ideas, and they're the ones who happen to have money to want to donate it. And when, when Republicans get upset about things, you go out and cut the grass. When Democrats get upset about things, they donate money to political campaigns. And so it's resulted over the last two months with a remarkable amount of fundraising on his part. I don't have to have as much money as him because it takes a lot of money to sell something you don't have, and he's not a good candidate, but I have to be competitive. I can't get outspent, you know, two to one. I've got to be close enough to him that I can get my message out as well, which is why 
uh, you know, thank you for having me on, but that's why this process is so critical to get listeners to think, okay, I'm going to DrOz.com, I'm going to support the guy, because someone's got to chip in to make sure that the Republican but, voice... But I, I, have, I don't believe yet, and it's still early, it, it's, you know, we're still in the month of July, mid-July, it's July 12th, uh, but I do not believe it's gotten into the political bloodstream, if you will, in Pennsylvania, exactly how radical he is. I mean, he he's to the left of Biden and he's right there sitting with on Bernie Sanders lap. There's no awareness because no one's made a punch on him. He's never been in a race where his opponent was adequately funded to tell the people of Pennsylvania who he is. And he's very clever in his brand. He wears a hoodie. He wears his shorts. Um, he, he wants to represent the working person. He's never actually, to my knowledge, worked in a for-profit endeavor, never signed the front of a check. So he doesn't understand how the machinery of American business works. The answers to his problems have always come from big government with bureaucracies, which is why he defaults to that. Look at everyone with these positions. Joe Biden, by the way, very similar, right? Because you've not worked in the private sector. You don't understand or respect business, don't appreciate how it functions. So you assume the government can tell business how to work. Let's look at energy as an example, Sean. After destroying which is what he, one of the few things Biden can, you know, promised and did is, is, you know, committing to destroy the energy industry in America. Now they're blaming the energy companies for the gas prices. And I'm thinking, like most Americans, what are you talking about? I mean, you, you did things that make it, make it impossible for these companies to exist. Of course you get a scarcity driven price increase. But there are a lot of Americans who believe that rhetoric. Class warfare, the, the villainization of an entire sector of the American economy, the energy sector, is something that we don't do in this country. The government doesn't say, I hate media or I'm against the tech businesses. They, might not have, they may have differences, but you don't paint with one broad brushstroke an entire sector. Uh, you know, it's not like you're going to nationalize the industry. What is Biden thinking to do that? Well, Betterman supports him, says the exact same thing. And, of course, energy producers, which there are a lot of, you know, Trade union workers, job, you know, are uh, employed in, by these companies, the companies themselves. Well, they don't want to be around this if the guy campaigning for Senate is blaming them for something that we all know is not their fault. Let me ask you about drug legalization. Doesn't he support that? He's strongly supportive of the legalization of marijuana. He was hang, he would you know hang a marijuana flag outside the state office in Harrisburg, which is illegal, by the way. But that's I think again, it's the irreverence that he represents that some people like, you know, they think they'll, it's cool that he's, you know, kicking authority in the nuts. But the problem I have with marijuana, and I'm, listen, I'm fully in favor of medical uh, use of, mar- of marijuana and it's appropriate study. Um, and I don't, don't want to put people in jail for marijuana, but I, I am concerned about a young generation who is already uh, reticent to work. They don't even go to practice anymore for sports. The, the teachers and coaches are telling me, and now we're saying, you know, let it normalize it for these young people to smoke very high doses of marijuana, or, or however they will consume it, at doses that are high enough that they have medical side effects. And as a doctor, that concerns me. But for John Fetterman, that's not an issue. It's the number one topic he's known for: the legalization of marijuana. And I hope I have higher aspirations for my career in the Senate than that. All right, quick break. More with Dr. Oz, Republican Senate candidate from the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. On the other side, then your calls, 800-941-SEAN, as we continue. When fake news gives you lies, Hannity supplies the truth. Sean Hannity is on right now. 
more with Republican Senate candidate, Commonwealth uh, Pennsylvania must hold seat for Republicans if they're going to get control of the Senate. Uh, Dr. Oz is with us. This is going to be, it seems like it's developing into the biggest choice election of any state that we're following. And and this is a really important seat in terms of uh, Republicans are def- on defense here. This is a very important year. Um, if Republicans get the House and the Senate and then we can win the White House in 2024, we can take the country back and fix this mess they've created. Well, you just mentioned in that little video clip, uh, the filibuster. I-, I was blessed to be at a Republican National Committee meeting in Chicago uh, this past week. And all the new Senate senators who had won their primaries were there. It's a very, very high-quality class of individuals. Uh, all the people you mentioned and the states they represent are very strong candidates from the Republican side. They'll be great states people uh, as well as senators. Um, but the filibuster could destroy the whole process. And the, my radical opponent doesn't think twice about blowing up the filibuster, something that actually has protected our uh, our government so that we don't make out-of-control creaming moves to the left or to the right when one party gains control of all three chambers, which might happen. And I think uh, the two chambers uh, and plus the, the executive branch. And I think that's the that, that's the real opportunity we have as a country to face up to radicals who want to destroy the governance structure. Well, this of our is this is it. It's an inflection point, tipping point election for sure. We'll continue to follow it. Dr. Oz running on the Republican side in Pennsylvania. We'll uh, we'll follow this race very closely. Thank you for being with us. All right, I want you to meet Kelsey. Now, when she found out she was pregnant, well, she wasn't really sure where to turn, but after meeting with counselors at Preborn Network Clinics, well, guess what? They loved her, they supported her, and they gave her a free 4D ultrasound for her to actually hear her baby's heartbeat. When a mother looks at her child through a sonogram, it does something to you. You know, I ended up deciding to to keep my son, who is now five years old today. He's amazing. He brings absolute joy to my heart. I could not imagine life without him. Can you help out this great mission of preborn and maybe even in a big way? Every donation is tax deductible. They don't get a penny from the federal government like Planned Parenthood. They rely on people that believe in the sanctity of life and people in the pro-life community. Now to donate, just dial pound 250, say the keyword baby, pound 250, keyword baby, or just go to their website, preborn.com slash Sean. That's preborn.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. On a calm October night, Michael and his wife, they were just out for a walk in their neighborhood when their life got flipped upside down or just like yours could be. Now, Michael was attacked by a homeless woman who stabbed him multiple times before he was able to restrain her and waited for law enforcement to arrive. 
But what happens next is why our partners at the USCCA exist. Now, while Michael was in the hospital, a detective literally charged him with assault. Now, this is the new America that we're living in. Luckily, Michael was a USCCA member just like me. He used his training, his education, and his self-defense liability insurance to stay out of jail and save his family from potential bankruptcy. If you want to learn proven ways to deter criminals, defend your family, avoid legal trouble, just go to uscca.com slash Hannity right now. You'll put in your email. You'll get a free guide put together by the USCCA and the former head of training for the FBI. Just go to uscca.com slash Hannity today. 25 to the top of the hour. Well, Joey Biden reading off his teleprompter and his White House speech. Always a problem, isn't it? It is noteworthy that the percentage of women who registered to vote and cast a ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. Repeat the line. Women are not without electoral and or political or, or maybe precise, not and or or political power. Repeat the line. <laughs> you know, look, I read a teleprompter. Well, I don't actually stick to the, the text, to be very honest. The hardest job on my TV show, Linda can attest to this. It'd be my teleprompter operator and, and Thomas who is in charge of it. The nights that he's out, it becomes a little bit challenging at times um, because I'm giving him signals all the time because we always allow in my monologue, you know, six, seven minutes of just ad lib time because I'll just go off on on a thought that I have because that's what I do for a living. There's not one word during this show on any given day that is ever scripted. None of it. I might read from a news article, but that's separate from being a scripted moment. It's all extemporaneous. Um, so, Linda, you know the signals, right? I look off mm -hmm. camera. That means stop scrolling. <laughs> I mean, I listen, you, you have been somebody who has ad-libbed as long as I've been on the show. And, I mean, it's funny. This reminds me of the moment when Hillary Clinton read the word sigh. Do you remember when she was supposed to go? <laughs> yeah, I do, actually. I forgot sigh. that one. I mean, these Democrats, they're so used to lying and just writing and reading lies and reading the lies that other people write for them. And it's just it's nothing but just contrived patronization of the American people. It's every day, all day. It's the same with, you know, KJP from, you know, the whole press corps saying, well, yeah, we don't really care about the polls and things are great. And I'm like, I mean, listen, you know, God bless her and Saki and, and the rest of them. I mean, I would not want to be the uh, press secretary for this administration on any day of the week. I mean, well, it's, on, it we, is we played it earlier in the job. program. I mean, you have as bad as circle back Saki was. Oh, you got Karine Jean-Pierre. Oh, we're not paying attention to the polls. What do you mean you're not paying attention to the polls? Sure, they're paying attention to the polls. Well, what they're then, actually saying is uh, we're really paying attention to it and we can't talk about it because it's real bad and nobody yeah. wants some help with us. So we're just going to no, gonna no, avoid because that she went on to add 92 percent of Democrats support Biden. Meanwhile, oh, yeah. two thirds of sure. Democrats don't want him to run again. It's that bad. And well, then listen. she claims the economy bounced back from the pandemic. And then she couldn't explain uh, whether or not Biden was aware that the strategic petroleum oil reserves uh, of our country were going overseas to China. You know, no. the same company that Hunter had ties with. I think it's really frightening. I mean, we haven't talked about it a lot on this show, but there is definitely a lot of news out about the Biden family right now that is being vetted and sourced. And, you know, what I find really scary is that we went and spent $40 million of the American taxpayers' money to do an investigation into a dossier and a collusion scheme that was never real. You know, we had Mueller and his minions every single day 
try i mean it was literally a crime in search of evidence you know i'm like there's li- there's nothing you're just making it all up and it's costing us millions and they just don't care and now it's this this horrible thing where we're seeing these i mean we've got the guy weighing his crack and he's with prostitutes and he's potentially uh doing child sex trafficking in the fbi there's you know statements that were trying to get to the bottom of his activity and that you know he's got his He's texting his father the pictures. So it's not like they can say that they don't know. Not only do they know, but they're complicit because they're not doing anything about it. I yeah, mean, this, and, uh, I don't know. Look, I just, pe- I am. People, people are shock. suffering. They are. And I'm just, I'm just wondering how much people are going to be able to take before they said the hell with this. But it, it's I think like it's the, the biggest it's the opportunity. Look well, at as Newt's been guy. saying, you know, the biggest opportunity for a new American majority, not a Democrat yeah. majority, not a Republican majority, yeah. common sense policies. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not a Republican. I'm a conservative. Conservatism simply just works. I'm not a conservative just because I, I need to label or put a name on myself. I'm I'm Sean. I'm, I'm the person that I am that God made. Um, so the party affiliation doesn't mean crap to me. But this this Democratic Party is unrecognizable from even 10, 15 years ago. No, and these I, policies I are destroying the poor, middle class, and, yeah. and those on fixed income. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, every you know, I've been, I've been really struggling with this a lot these past few weeks. I was seeing the footage of the kids getting off the bus and walking through a crack den in San Francisco, and then seeing this bodega worker defend himself, and then you know our DA here in New York brag saying that he's going to you know punish him with murder, and I'm I'm thinking to myself. At what point are regular hardworking people allowed to defend themselves, go to school, go to work, you know, feed their kids? I mean, you know, you're riding the subway, you know, guy who works on Wall Street murdered on the subway. No idea who did it. They didn't catch him. You got another guy. I mean, it's only a couple months old. He set off a bomb, killed a bunch of people on a subway. Nobody talks about it. But we've got, you know, committee hearings about things that, you know, don't have any address of all of the other riots that happened all throughout the country as you've more than well said and so many people were hurt businesses lost lives ruined and we just don't talk about it in the mainstream media and i'm like how do you sleep with yourself at night i mean i'm an equal opportunity hater i hate people on the right and the left equally there's a lot of people in the swamp in dc it's a disgusting place but at what point do they think we're not we're going to say okay it's it's enough we're going to vote you out it's time you got to go because i know that's how i feel and I know a lot of people mm. around me feel the same way. Like, I'm done. Colin in Oklahoma, how do you feel? Glad you called, sir. Hey, it's an honor to be on the program, Sean. Big fan of yours. Appreciate everything Thank you, you do for us. You know, it's just, I'm in my late 20s, and it's just so disgusting to see people my age that think that this is okay. I don't know how any rational person can look at Joe Biden and say, yep, that's the man I want to leave my country. It's just the clip you played of him earlier, reading off of a teleprompter. That's it's just sad. I that it worries me that this man is leading us into a recession. They don't want to admit it, but it is going to be a recession. But you know, younger people are getting it. I'm I'm seeing this even in my own kids, and I've never forced politics on my kids. You know, obviously my work hours. It's it's part of a learning curve, I guess, for most people. But it it you don't have to go to MIT, Harvard Business School. Uh, and be a, a, a math genius to figure out why the hell am I paying $5 a gallon for gasoline 
Why is it costing me what used to cost a hundred bucks at the grocery store? Why is it costing me nearly two hundred? Or it's you know now making choices between you know get getting gas in your car or you know what what kind of food you used to eat. Now you're eating something different. Uh, yeah, there are for example, I have a local food bank in my town. It, I would say my town is a a a mix. You have some very wealthy people. You have a lot of middle class people and you have some people that are maybe lower middle class, kind of the way I grew up. And the food bank, I got, you know, a friend of mine works there and you have volunteers and, and they pack up groceries. It's only open, I think, once a week. And the cars are lining up down the block, around the corner and sideways. And, you know, I just tell them when they're when they sh are short or they're in trouble to just give me a call. And so my friend called me last week or the week before, and I said, yeah, I'll be glad to help. It's my pleasure. And and then you go and you see the cars that are there. Now, they're usually pretty nice cars. So you're thinking, oh, they must be taking advantage of the system. Not at all. You know, th they were working. You know, they bought these cars at a point where they thought the economy was going to stay in a in a relatively healthy position. And I I'm sure many of them at some point are going to have to lose cars. There was a statistic that came out the other day that shows that we have the highest car repossession rate that we've had in years. And we're only halfway through the year. And it's going to be probably a record year. Now, now that's an indicator that people, they, they're just they're at the point they just can't afford all of this. And yet these are the very people Democrats claim to care the most about. I care the most about them, I can tell you, because I am them. I came from there. I know what it's like. I lived paycheck to paycheck. It sucks. And I'm sure those those families that are getting a little help from a food bank, they don't want to be there. They would rather be able to go to the grocery store and pay what they paid when Donald Trump was president. They'd rather not pay $5 a gallon for freaking gasoline you know, and another $2,000 a year if you drive yourself to work. Uh, average family, $6,000 a year because of a 41-year inflation high. You know, what are these people going to do? And then rents are going up, and then people are going to start losing. Watch what happens with the housing market. It's very predictable. New home construction will come to a screeching halt, followed by sale of existing homes. That's going to stop, too. A lot of people are not going to want to give up their 3% mortgage rate to move to another house and start paying 6% on a 30-year mortgage because you, you're now paying thousands more just because of the highest th higher interest rate. So that's going to come to a halt, and it's going to have an impact on the construction industry, the real estate industry, and then it has a ripple effect that, that impacts the, the, the restaurant business that, you know, discretionary spending just, you know, stops for a lot of people. They can't afford it instead of going to the, de the deli every day and maybe buying your sandwich there or, or going to a local salad shop or whatever you like to eat for lunch. Th that's going to stop, too, because you, you'll rather bring your own, you know, lunch pail back to work. Most people are not used to living this way, but that's where we are now. And it's impacting two thirds of Americans now live paycheck to paycheck. What frustrates me the most is that all of this was and is preventable it was preventable it's something we can fix relatively quickly i don't mean fix in, in three months or six months
But we can be energy independent in a year if we would lift all the restrictions on the energy sector, go back to energy independence policies, stop kissing the asses of countries that hate us, and and start creating high-paying career jobs. It'll impact the entire uh, economy, reduce inflation significantly, reduce the price at the pump, reduce the cost of heating and cooling your home. That's it. This is not... I'm not a genius here. You know, I didn't go to Harvard Business, but this is simple, fundamental economics. And this is not going away this year or next year or probably the year after either. We're stuck here now because there's this this rigid cult mindset that forbids Democrats from just recognizing the failure of their indoctrination into their climate alarmist cult. You know, it's okay to import oil from Saudi Arabia, OPEC, Russia, Venezuela, Iran. Uh, How stupid are these people? We've elected stupid people. You know, Newt said something yesterday. What's the antidote? We better win the election. One side's going to win, and that's going to be America's future, and one side's going to lose. There's no no middle ground here. It's not like we can have, I I don't see a middle ground. We have irreconcilable differences at this point. Not good for a country. But the only thing that that happened is Americans wake up and realize that there are policies that work. Lower taxes, less bureaucracy, control our borders, energy independence. You know, go down the list. Um, You don't have to be a genius to figure this stuff out. That makes sense? Yeah, and that's just the saddest part. Like you said, this is basic fundamental economics. And it's just, they again, like you said, they've got this cult mindset and they it's funny how they talk about oh we care about all these people no you don't if you're doing all this to our country to your constituents you don't care about us you just care about following the cults following joe biden if you cared about the people that are clearly suffering you would put aside your rigid ideology and face the truth and the reality is the that coal gas and oil are the lifeblood of the world's economy. Keep working on new technologies, cleaner, cheaper energy. But we don't have it yet. So don't force it down our throat because you're, you're, you know, indoctrinated, brainwashed, climate alarmist cult member. I got to roll. Appreciate the call. Uncle Sam accountable to you every day. Where's my money? Hannity is on. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. Loaded up tonight, Senator Josh Hawley, this incredible exchange with this Cal Berkeley professor. You're not going to believe it. Uh, we have Geraldo Rivera, Joe Concha tonight, Kevin McCarthy, Leo 2.0, Terrell, Jim Jordan, Monica Crowley. News you'll never get from the media mob, 9 Eastern, Hannity, Fox News. And thank you for making this show possible. See you tonight. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 